What's going on, Rotherway Nation? Welcome back to another another episode of Football on the Barbie. As always, I'm Jake Seymour, joined with Kaden Bodek and Matt Gordon. Guys, how are we doing today? I just woke up. It's 5.30, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Well, I just Eastern. woke up 40 minutes ago, but that's normal because it's 8.50 a.m. here. Well, it was when I woke up. Now it's 9.30. So Kaden was in Australia. He was sleeping. <laughs> Kaden's on the Australian time schedule. But guys, we got a jam-packed episode. We're going to break down the national football game a little bit, talk about how much of a crap show that was and how we didn't really enjoy it too, too much. And then we're also going to talk about the playoffs of the NFL and talk about how much of a joy that is, especially last weekend. So let's just start off, get the worst out of the way first. We'll end the podcast on a good note. The national football game, the college football game championship. Oh, man, that was such a bad game. I'll be honest with you guys. I stopped watching after half. They went Alabama went up by 20. I'm like, okay, that's a wrap. Alabama won. Like I think I turned it. I turned the last five minutes to watch the ceremonial stuff, but I'm like, dude, this is such a bad game. It's awful. Alabama's too good. It's like a monopoly. It needs to be broken up. Uh, Alabama was just way too good for Ohio State, and you could tell like Ohio State was you know staying in it early, Um, but at the end of that second half, when Alabama scored and and then Ohio State had a three and out, and then Alabama went down, kicked another field goal before the half, and made it like a two score game. You just knew it was going to be over, and would would Clemson have put up a better fight? I I don't know honestly because that Alabama team was outstanding, and I think it's it really sucks that we actually can't sit there and watch the twenty twenty one Alabama team or twenty twenty Alabama team go up against that LSU team last year, and I know they played last year in a in a shootout in Tuscaloosa. I'm pretty sure it was too, um, but I wish we could see that that those two teams. But I don't know, like. It's 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 really starting to bother me the college football because every year it seems like we're getting the same teams in the playoff, which is fine. If they're the best teams in the in the country, that's great. You can't really fault them. But you know, I feel like these big schools are just monopolizing everything, and they just get all the big recruits. And you know, ten years ago, you know, it wasn't like this. We weren't seeing the same teams in the playoff in in the well, the playoffs didn't exist in the in the BCS national championship game every year. We weren't seeing that. Like Alabama, yes, was a dominant football team ten years ago, but they were not. Well, actually, they were around ten years ago is when the dynasty really started to kick in because that's when Hightower and AJ McCarron were there. Um, I just think, again, and we've talked about this on this podcast many times. I just think if you had the playoff system expanded, you there would be an opportunity for sort of like a team like Alabama to maybe get upset and 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 they because everyone's can have a bad game, and you'd be able to have maybe a different national championship game. But as for that one in on Monday for me or Tuesday for me, whenever it was in general, Alabama were too good. They were just, they're packed all over the ball with first round picks. You got Najee Harris scoring three touchdowns, Devonte Smith in the first half breaking records. I mean, I'm really interested to see how he translates to the NFL. I'm, I'm very curious to see that. Um, I don't want to ride him off because of his size, um, but it's going to be hard. And if I was, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see who is the first receiver off the board because if you judge it off this season, it should be Smith. But you also got Jamar Chase, who didn't play this year. Um, and it's, it, do you really want to spend a top five pick on a guy that's probably going to play inside his whole career in the NFL? Because that's where, realistically, Devontae Smith is going to line up in the NFL. But that's neither here nor there. That's another topic. But as for that game, yeah, it was, it was definitely boring in that second half. What do you think, Caden? Yeah, I mean, I watched probably, yeah, I watched up till half, like actually watched it. And then, I mean, I had it on, but then I turned it off. 
it's just, it, it, I mean, I don't know. There's a, it's like we talk about how Alabama is such a, you know, good football team. They monopolize everything. And it's like hard because that's a problem that you can't fix. You know, there, there's, there's no solution to that problem. And, and I texted you guys, I think there was like 18 and a half million people that watched that game the other night. And it was yeah. like the lowest, it was a new low, lowest since 2004, which was like 21 million. I, I don't know. People are getting sick of Alabama, but I don't know. You can't keep them out. You know, you can't say these recruits are too good. I don't know. The game was, the game was tough. I, I, I don't think anybody would give them, give them a better game. I think that's the best team in college football. I think that's the best team in college football has had in probably five years. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Better than last year's LSU. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Ball takes as usual. I mean, look, it, it's a fair right. point because it wasn't it wasn't all SEC schedule, but I mean, that LSU team was wild across the board. But, I, I mean, nobody scored what more than twenty four points. I don't know what L- the LSU was LSU had last year, but nobody scored what more than twenty four points on them this year. Like, it's pretty good. I don't. My thing yeah. with Alabama is, and I hope with Ken, like you brought the point with the TV ratings dropping. I hope that's just like a red flag for the NCAA and be like, oh, we're we're losing money now, because that seems like the only thing the NCAA cares about is the money aspect of it, and losing money. So I'm hoping with that they realize that okay, this isn't working. We're losing money. Let's expand it. And that's because that's the only way money. to solve that Alabama problem. Yeah. Well, it's it's not it's not really like like Caden said, like I said, it's not really a problem that Alabama's in that thing every year. But if the TV ratings are anything to go off. A lot of people knew they were going to win. They were just like, well, fuck, I don't really care to watch another Alabama game. in the Because it just feels like every year, like, Alabama's there. It just it, – and not to fault them. They're, they're, if they're the best football team in the country, they deserve to be there. And maybe maybe we should m- talk about other teams and how they need to be better. Maybe that's the conversation that we need to have. But like you said, if the NCAA, they, all they care about is money. So maybe if they thought, oh, well, we can maybe make some money by having – a 12-team playoff, and then it'll be exciting for the whole month of December and January. It would just be college football, and I guarantee their ratings wouldn't be as bad because you'd have constant ratings every week because you also wouldn't have guys playing in bowl games and sitting out because their bowl game would be a playoff, and if they won, they're going through, and if they lose, then they're done, then that's it. And so it creates that thing as exciting for the... For the fans as well, you wouldn't have to worry about that. But let's let's move on from that. It's, it's neither here or there. But the playoffs ha- happened this weekend. It was a big super. What they call it this year? They called it the super, super wild, wild, card. wild card weekend. And I, I quite liked it. Three games a day. Um, obviously the big one was we spoke about it here. None of us were shocked that the Rams were going to uh, beat the Seahawks. I think I picked Seattle though, but I, I picked them Seattle. to win the. I picked them to win the Super Bowl for Christ's sake. Um, I was, I was looking good at the start of the year when I picked them. Um, but what was your, what was your favorite game of the weekend? Hmm. Tough question. I I like the, uh, the, what's that? There were a lot of good games on this weekend. The, probably the Washington game was my favorite. Yeah. He, and, Let's let me let's start with that Washington game. So, how do you pronounce his last name? Is it Tyler Taylor Heineke? Heineke? Heineke. Heineke. Okay. So, you know, this is obviously a Boston-based podcast. For the people that keep saying, "Oh, we let him go, we let him go," we didn't let him go. This 
dude was on our practice squad in 2017. You realize it is now 2021. That's four years that this dude went from the XFL or the AAF, buddying in the NFL, to the AAF, to the XFL, and then back into Washington. This dude knew that that game on Saturday was his fucking career on the line. And he knew that if they lose, but if he put up a good fight, which he did, now you have Washington sitting there going, well, maybe we got something in him. And now he's going to stick around. So I don't think he's this generational talent that everyone's just missed out on and New England let go that you know I've seen some media people report. I think it's more so that he look, he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but I do think that he just had the game of his life because he knew that he had to. Because if he didn't play well, he wasn't coming back to Washington next year. He wouldn't have been in the league. You know what I mean? If he played well now you got Washington sitting there and, and they're in a prime spot to draft the quarterback. Does Washington draft a quarterback now? Do they wait and say, well, you know, let's see what we got here. And we still also got Alex Smith. If he comes back that, that way we can work with that free. And then you got the, you know, you got guys like Chase Young and and scary Terry coming out and saying, I want number four as my quarterback. I want him on my team. So do you really want to change that dynamic and draft a quarterback? It's, it's it's going to be interesting if they do that, because that's another team that, you know, now New England is also looking for a quarterback, another team that might not need a quarterback and they can go and get a quarterback if they need be. But it was interesting that game, like when he was diving in, in that was a, an effort play. Effort play was good. And he came back from him. that injury, whatever happened, whatever they did to his body. And they just, he just came out and just kept playing, which is kind of cool or which mm. is really cool. Yeah. He, he definitely, um definitely killed it. And then, but, you know, but, but Matt, I mean, I have to agree with you. I don't think he's some generational talent. I don't think like, I just think he had a really good game. I don't think this guy's like this new answer because because that doesn't happen. That no, that, that stuff doesn't happen in the league where Washington. I mean, it's, like, I mean, it happened once, and his name is Tom Brady. Yeah, but you don't have a guy that sits around that's a third string quarterback. Like, oh, even no. Tom, like, and and and, and bounce around to to you know make yeah. shift startup football leagues like the XFL and, and the AAF. No, I 100% agree with what you're saying. And not to say that he can't be the first guy to do that. He definitely could. It's just I think a lot of people have reacted to how he played on Saturday or Saturday for me, um, whatever day it was. And I think that's what it is. Like, I think to what you said, it's so rare for that to happen. Like it, I just can't see that being a thing. I like the Washington game. I thought it was very good. I was hoping for an upset right there because I thought that would be a very, very good upset in the playoffs. Um, not that I don't want to see Tom Brady win because, I mean, he's my, you know, he's always going to be one of my favorite players. I mean, he's a quarterback I grew up watching and he's the GOAT. So I always want to make sure to see him do good, but I'm never going to root for the Buccaneers. I'm not going to. I'm sorry. Um, so I was hoping for a little upset there, but it was a great game. It was a good showing by Washington showing like, hey, you know, we're not the laughing stock of the league anymore. We're actually a legit team. But if I had to pick one game, I think that was probably my favorite. Um, I would probably pick Buffalo and uh, Indiana, uh, or excuse me, Indianapolis. Um, that was just a close game all the way up to the end. Um, you know, I think the Colts beat themselves. I don't think Buffalo beat the Colts. Uh, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, so many times the Colts made some stupid, stupid decisions, and it comes back to the analytical crap. You know, that works in baseball. That works in basketball from time to time. That does not work in football. And it's just the analytical people taking over the sport. And because, I mean, they went for those two-point conversions because the stat says to go for it. But you don't go for it. Like, don't do that. And they did it. Um, and they ended up losing by three points at Bidham because they 
they lost, they missed a PAT and then they missed a two point conversion. So there are your three points. They missed a couple field goals too, somewhere in there. So I don't know. I mean, I really wish the Colts would have won because I really like uh, Pittman too, but I'm not, I'm not angry at the Buffalo pick either. I know it's like a sin to say that like you're hoping for Buffalo to pull through in the playoffs if you're a Patriot fan, but I know a lot of people that are Buffalo fans uh, and I know they're very, very happy uh, right now. So I'm rooting for Buffalo to come out of the ASC because I don't want to see Mahomes come out. So, well, speaking of Buffalo, so let's get into the games this weekend. So we got the Bills and the Ravens. What do we think? Is Lamar Jackson yes. gonna? Is Lamar Jackson gonna continue? I hate the Ravens. Playoff, so much. His I playoff win streak of one. I I don't care. I I I don't care. I I I don't even. Yeah, I just hate the Ravens so much that I just want the Bills to win so bad. Just, it's just kind of like I'm not Look, even I'm, gonna. I, I don't. I don't particularly hate the Ravens, but I want the Bills to win. I'm with Jake. Like I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so much. You know. But yeah, they're in the AFC East, but I think it would be cool to see the the Bills win. And plus, I don't, I don't really need thing, to see. You that, go. that whole thing where Marcus Peters makes the interception, or and they run on to the the logo, the whole team, and then then yeah, I Lamar like kind of runs off the field. It's like shitty, First, you know? Yeah, and you know what? As an NFL starting quarterback, I understand. You know, you're the leader of the team, but come on, dude. What do you? You look like you're playing high school football. It's a playoff game, and you're carrying people off the field to go run them away, like. Be the bigger man. If if, and it's come out since then that if you go back and look at Tennessee, they always have mid midfield huddles at on people's logos. It's not that big disrespectful thing. I mean, maybe just don't do it on people's logos, so so it just avoids everything. But it wasn't like they just do it to the Ravens. Like there's photos of them in Indianapolis, and they're just having a pregame huddle on the, on the logo. It's just where they do it. So I agree with you. I didn't really like that. And for that reason, I'm picking the Bills and I hope that they wipe the floor with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I'm also picking Buffalo because I want to see Buffalo come out of the AFC. Like I said, I don't want to see Mahomes come out. Um, I just like Buffalo. I mean, I was fortunate enough to see them live and I thought they were very good. Um, So, I mean, that's who I'm pulling for of the AFC is Buffalo. Uh, moving on, uh, we're actually going to go back a second because that game is a Saturday night game at 8.15. We're going to go back to the Sunday game at 4.30. Uh, uh, the Rams at the Packers. I'm picking uh, the Packers here. I So, as this little quick little thing, I picked Devontae Adams on my fantasy team this year, and he carried me in fantasy this year. So, I have and he won me the championship in fantasy, so I'm very happy. First-time champion in fantasy. I won my fantasy league too this year. I, I did not. Yeah, Caden didn't. It's okay, Caden. You'll come back next year. But anyways, um, so because of that, I have like an allegiance towards, towards Green Bay I went this nine season. and seven and still won. Jeez. I was eight and five and one. Um, yeah. So the 13, obviously Green Bay is 13 and three and I have D Adams. So if uh, Green Bay wins Super Bowl, I've said I will buy a Devontae Adams jersey and we'll pick Devontae Adams every year in fantasy. For every yeah, fantasy game I play, uh, because to, I like I'm so happy Devontae so. Carey, he did so good for me this season. So I'm pulling for Green Bay here. I want him to win the Super Bowl. I think Green Bay wins this game. I mean, you know, we have, I mean, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is questionable, questionable to play. I mean, I think we all know he's going to play. The dude's the Terminator. Um, I do. I think this, they beat Seattle. They played well against Seattle, but I think it was more so Seattle beat Seattle. Um, the Rams are a good football team. Again, that D line is going to be key. You know, if you can get to Aaron Rodgers and and and, and cause problems, that's your best bet of winning. You go, you got a lockdown corner out there, and, and Alexander on on the Packers' defensive side of the ball. 
as well. So Rams wide receivers got to get open. But then you got Jalen Ramsey trying to lock up Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods and and causing problems on that. I think it's going to be probably the better game of the weekend because um, both teams are very complete in terms of, you know, they both have solid defenses. They both have solid offenses. They're not, I mean, the Packers have a great quarterback, but it's going to be a very tight game, I believe. But I think the Packers are going to win this one. But it's, it's you know, looking at it with the teams remaining, I'm, I'm looking at all the teams. I'm like, I don't know who I want to win the Super Bowl because it's like, I don't like the Packers. I don't like the Rams. I don't like the Ravens, and I don't like the Saints. It's like who the frick do I want to win? You what pick you, somebody from the AFC, I guess, if you want them to win. See, I usually this is the funny thing. I used to never like a team from the AFC winning if it wasn't New England. But now we didn't even make the playoffs, so I'm like, I can't even like be angry at any AFC team. The Browns <laughs> would be cool. I I do want the Browns to win. That's Browns that is cool. who I'm rooting for. What do you reckon about the Packers or Rams, Caden? The Packers. I, I really like the Packers. Um, just look at it, obviously. Look like Aaron a Packer Rodgers. fan today. If for the people that's not watching the video, he's wearing he's got, a, got a green and yellow hoodie on and a green and yellow beanie. Yeah. I don't know so, if you guys um, call them beanies. So the better quarterback, obviously, Aaron Rodgers is going to make a case for the MVP. Um, you know, they're their de- def- the, the defense is better. The corners are better. Um, obviously I think the Rams have a better D line, but not many people do have a better D line than the Rams, um, running games better with it, with Aaron Jones. Um, the, the Rams have better wide receivers, but I just think experience wins out, especially who knows what the weather is going to be like there. That's obviously a huge advantage. So I, I, I like the Packers. And moving on to the next game, we have Kansas city. And Cleveland at the 305 start on Sunday. It's a weird start time on the East Coast, 305. It's uh, it starts at 705 here. That's very unusual time. I yeah, saw it's, that it's and I'm a like, weird, little weird. weird time. Um, so all right. So obviously Kansas City is probably the best team in football right now. They're probably gonna win this game. But when I do this stuff, I like to make it a little interesting. I like to always pick an underdog to upset here. So I'm picking Cleveland to come out here. Um we Cleveland, can't all pick Cleveland, and the Cleveland won't win. <laughs> Cleveland is, has a great uh running scheme. And that's the thing with Kansas City. That's the key to beating him. You have to keep the ball uh, out of Mahomes' hands and limit him. Make sure time possession is in your favor heavily so Mahomes has very little time to work with. Just run the ball down the throw. If if Cleveland can establish a running game against this Kansas City team, they will win this football game. Game comes down to the coin toss, honestly. Whoever can win that coin toss and get the and ball defer. first. You, you, want, you, no, you want the ball first here because – if you're Cleveland, they win the coin toss. They're able to establish a run game, and they're able to, you know, take half of the first quarter, you know, all the first quarter even some, maybe um, off the clock and score. They, they get a little confidence, set the tone a little bit, and then you can run the game from there. You, you, you can control the game. They lose that coin toss, get Kansas City scores. You don't score in your, your – um, the, the Browns doesn't score in the first drive because – they're panicking, you know. You got got to yeah. Then and then the bit. Chiefs go score, and then it could be a two two score game. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And that's then it's over. I really think. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs could sounds, get the ball, and the ball could go over Patrick Mahomes' head. You know, football gods could give him two out of two weeks in a row. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess so. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But I mean, I, for as dumb as that sounds, I really think it's whoever wins that coin toss and can can set the tone, because the because the Browns cannot. 
if Kansas City scores first, the Browns cannot win this game. They're just not experienced enough. Mm. They don't have the nearly as much weapons as Kansas City. I think uh, this game is going to be a big game for Kareem Hunt. It's I think it's his first game up against the Chiefs since revenge game. Yeah, since they cut him after you know what happened with him. Uh, I've been saying all year. Uh, I said this. Uh, the day of the Browns Ravens game, uh, they ended up losing that game. But I said this in the ride of the wave chat. I said it on here last week, I do believe that if there is a team to beat the chiefs, it is the Browns. And it is because of like what Jake said and what you guys are saying to beat them. You have to run the ball. You have to take time off the clock. So Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the ball. You need to have a good running game and Kansas city don't really have a great run defense as well. But in saying that they have Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> on their team and he can throw the ball 80 yards and score in five seconds. So it's going to be, I, I hope it's the best game of the weekend. I really do hope that, you know, we're sitting there at, oh, it would be 9am for me, two hours into the game. And, and we've got a freaking tight ball game on our hands. I really hope they win. It's the key to the game is going to be to run the clock, run, run it down their throat. Baker Mayfield is going to need to make big throws in big situations because those times will happen and they're going to need it on third downs and stuff. And Baker's going to need to have the game of his life to advance through. And I really would love to see if, if they, if they allowed the bills and the Browns to have an AFC championship game, for fucking one week, let's just fuck COVID off for one week and just let's pack that stadium with Bills and Browns fans. Could you imagine how fucking wild that would be? That'd be cool. Like it, it, it would be it would be a travesty if that was the AST championship and we couldn't have and there was no fans there. None. It would just be so wrong. So wrong. It would be a travesty. But moving on, this game I feel like has potential to be the best game. And it has I think it's people are thinking there's gonna be Based off game. what what the two times the Saints uh, have played them and smashed them out of the park. <laughs> I mean, I'm going on the quarterback. I'm hoping uh, this guy doesn't, you know, choke in the playoffs. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a.k.a. Tom Brady versus the New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees. Uh, I really like this game uh, for the Saints, if I'm a Saints guy, because, I mean, you know, like Matt said, the Saints blew out Tampa twice in the regular season already, and, you know, they own the head-to-head matchup. But, man, oh, it's hard to bet against the GOAT. It really is. Like, I did it last week, but I'm like, just that's like, that was like my underdog one, right? Like, like my Cleveland and Kansas City take is. So, oh, it's so hard to bet against Brady. But with that being said, I think Brady will do his thing, but I'm worried about Chris Evans because he did not have a good game last week. Well, Mike Evans. Um, I'm sorry, Mike Evans. I'm sorry. Um, he didn't have a great game last week. Uh, he was dropped, like, literally everything. He had butterfingers. Um, running game was, eh, it was okay. Nothing special. So that's why I'm going to take New Orleans here. Yeah. um, Just based off history. I mean, I know Drew Brees. It's not the same Drew Brees that they had when they played the two previous times. But, um, but I just, you know, I like the, um, the Saints here, especially, I don't know what's going to happen with what happened with Ronald Jones. So if he's going to play or not, I mean, they do get Devin White back this week, but still. They still also have Leonard Fournette. Don't forget that. Yeah, but I mean, Ronald Jones is a big part of that 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 offense. He definitely he definitely suits there that offense more. Fournette so, yeah. was the third down back there, mm. so. which again, Bruce Arians, idiot, not the point. Um, I I'm look, I don't want to pick the Saints. I would prefer to pick Tom Brady, like Jake yep. said earlier. I don't want to support the Bucks, but I want to support Tom Brady, and I want to support Rob Gronkowski, and I want to support Leonard Fournette. I do like Fournette. Um. I, I hope the Bucks win, 
but fuck me. I also, I'm so torn because I just don't like Bruzerians that I don't want them to succeed, but at the same time, I want Brady to succeed. Like, how do I support? How do you support the Bucks when you like Brady, but you don't like the coach? Like, who do you see, want? Yeah, I don't have that problem because I don't want to see Brady succeed in Tampa. I see. I don't <laughs> care where he succeeds. I just want the blokes to succeed. Like, I, I and, and plus, I would much, I really want to see a Brady Rogers NFC title game. I think the NFL would wet their pants over that too. And ratings would be better than the national championship game, but that's not uh, hard to do. Yeah, no, it definitely is not. Uh, I think this game will be a little bit different to the last two. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think, and if it's a blowout, then Brazilians needs to be fucking fired because if you get blown out three times by your division rival, get the fuck off the field, bro. Please. Oh, it's be so bad, so bad. I think it's I blow a- it three times. If yeah, but it's like that's your division rival, man. You can't be doing that. Look, I think if those two games are to anything to look at they just the bucks just got blown out of the water on off on defense like the saints were just throwing all over them and i remember that game where they blew them out by like 30 or 40 that game was over by the middle of the first quarter the saints drove down the field in that game and scored first then brady had a three and out then the bucks drove the saints drove back down and, and scored so you can't be doing that you'd, you'd like to think that they're going to be a little bit more prepared for them you know you've faced them twice they're obviously more banged up than when you faced them before. You have guys coming back. I want to pick the Bucks. I think the Saints will win, but I can't count out Tom Brady. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lock my bet in. I'm gonna go against you two, and I'm gonna say the Bucks. Um, I think that's an upset too because aren't the Saints favored? Yeah, by yes. three, I think. Yeah, so I'm gonna take the upset because there's usually one upset every day in the playoffs. Which means the Browns wouldn't win if that if I'm taking the Bucks, but <laughs> if I'm judging off that, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks, Bucks and Browns on my on my Sunday my Monday picks Sunday for you guys. Uh, I got, yeah, I got Jake. You got the what? So I picked uh, I picked you guys Saints, picked Saints, I picked Cleveland, and then I picked Buffalo and Green Bay. Yeah, yes, we, we, we all had the same on on the first slate of games. We both have Buffalo and. Uh, Green Bay, and Green Bay, and then you guys have uh, the Bucks, uh, the Saints. I have the Bucks, and I think we all you picked the Chiefs, didn't you, Caden? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so Caden's going against us there too. I mean, one quick thing before we wrap up this podcast, I do want to touch on that Rams team for one one quick second. Props to uh, uh Stafford for Stafford. Oh my God, Goff. I'm sorry, Jared Goff for playing that game on uh was that Saturday I think or Sunday whenever yeah, it was. Broken thumb. I mean, I. You go back and watch it. I completely wrote him off. I did not think he would even dress. I mean, he dressed, and thankfully he did. Um, but what yeah. a game from him. I mean, Imagine that was such dress. an upset. Mm. You know, like, it wouldn't have been an upset if he was fine. But the fact that he had a broken thumb and then their quarterback went out, he wasn't ready to play and came out and did that. I have props to him. It's funny. Like, was he healthy enough to, that he could have played last week? Or do you think, like, was the plan to have Wadford play for, like, a couple drives, and then if they were down to put Goff in, was that the plan? I don't know. Like, cause, I think cause... the plan was to stick with Wofford, but, I mean, who who cares? It, it worked out, so. Yeah, well, it, exactly cause, right. Because in that, in that case, there's no there's no point in in sitting – if you're going to do that, there's no point in sitting Jared, Jared Goff because what are you going to have the guy in next week? All right, you haven't played football for two and a half – or a week and a half. Go, go play – Go play the Packers, you know, go up to Wisconsin, right. play the Packers. So 
It'll be. It, I just I thought it was very very cool on Jared Gosfar that he was able to do that because uh, I mean most players wouldn't have. I mean that's the truth. Most players would have just laid down and quit. But that's that was the final word on the football on the Barbie podcast. Thank you guys for checking out this week's episode of Football on the Barbie, and we'll catch you guys next week for the conference championship. Football season's almost over, but we'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one.